you just abandon any precaution. You know, folks, something could happen here, and if it does, so what? Hey, friends. Welcome to Nathan for Us, a Nathan for You podcast. My name is Kelly. And hi, I'm Megan. I kind of thought you were going to say a Crywolf podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I should have. Damn it. Uh, Nathan for You podcast that uh, is talking about a spinoff show. Yeah, why not? Mm -hmm. Listen, there are only so many episodes of Nathan for You. We're trying to drag this out as long as we can. Yeah, essentially, you've kind of exposed us a little bit. <laughs> and just be honest, was a secret. <laughs> when have we ever lied to the listeners? I think we're pretty we're pretty honest. We don't want them hiring Brian Wolf to investigate us. Yeah, in fact, I'm. I think we're far too honest, which is why I don't tell most people I know that I do a podcast because I'm like, oh, you can't, you can't hear this. Yeah, I mean. I uh, had some job interviews recently, and the podcast comes up, and it's one of those awkward situations where it's like, do I explain what it is or say the name? Because what if they listen and, you know, they pick an episode where we talked about foreskin a lot or something? That's a lot of, that's like a lot of episodes. Like, dicks just come up so often. Like, every episode. So many episodes. (laughs) It's Nathan's fault. Yeah. And, uh... Connor, uh, who has popped into the podcast on a rare occasion, uh, he has he has a podcast now, but like it's very I don't like a formal might not be the right word because we're a formal podcast too, but yeah. like very educational. He like interviews CEOs of companies about like sustainability and it's like very technical. I listened to the first episode. I didn't understand all the words he used. And so he posted on Facebook and I shared it. And like so many of my aunts and uncles like sent me notes and sent Connor notes being like, oh, I'm going to listen. Oh, I can't wait. And I was like, now I really can't tell people (laughs) (laughs) about my podcast because they would be like, look at this strapping young man, this lovely engineer, like trying to change the world. And then... I mean, it's not that I'm not trying to change the world by talking about dicks, but it's just not maybe the same to, like, my random aunts and uncles. I mean, we've been educational many times on this podcast. Yeah. We explored how hummingbirds reproduce and uh, flies as well. We've learned a lot throughout the the past few months. Like, I've had personal growth. I just don't know if they would see it that way. (laughs) They're just like some of my relatives are like a smidgen religious. <laughs> just a touch. <laughs> they dabble in the religion. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know if they would send me personal congratulatory notes uh, like <laughs> they did him, which is quite, I don't know. I, ca- I can't say rude because they don't know. Uh, you, can, you don't know. You don't quite know how to car- compartmentalize this, these feelings yet. Yeah. Yeah. Like I need... To block all of them from Instagram, and then I can share it because I don't that's, care if like friends. Answer. I don't care if friends know. Just don't yeah. want like some random awkward Christmas. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is why you should just be like me and have no family around, and then no, you don't have to explain to anyone. I mean, yeah. Uh, 
cry wolf today. Um, if you somehow found your way here and you have not listened to the podcast before or you maybe skipped a couple episodes and you don't know what's going on, we kind of decided that because in the last episode that we watched of Nathan For You, Nathan briefly spoke to Brian and Brian talked about how he had been tapped to do this cry wolf show we thought you know maybe we should just cover the first episode of cry wolf for our next episode since it was the season finale last week anyway so we're you know we got our youtube 299 charge and we we watched cry wolf episode one which is called sexty hubby also if you did skip a few episodes how dare you (laughs) go back (laughs) This is very important to us. It's very important. What are you, what is anyone doing? Yeah, what do you have that's more important to do than listen to us talk about Nathan, honestly? Yes. So, sexy hubby. Uh, You know, it's a charge on my credit card bill now. (laughs) (laughs) It popped up immediately on my phone and I went, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) You'd think they would have at least, like put like youtube rental or something not the episode name yeah because i wonder not that other people look at my credit card statements but like what else could sexy hubby be like am i hiring someone to sext me oh my i also was wondering like are we the only people who've bought this episode ever we might be the only comments there are no comments there's no likes there's one dislike which seems pretty rude of the person quite (laughs) frankly they're like there are no upvotes or downvotes on this episode i'm gonna dislike it just just let it be yeah let it live come on yeah so we might be you might also be able to find this if you don't care too much about um how sketchy it is i think i saw there was a couple like uploaded to youtube but they were like they're not good you know half screen kind of situation honestly i don't know if you need to watch this i mean it was pretty funny um i I have a lot of thoughts okay one how much joy has brian wolf brought to your life (laughs) it's true an immense amount pay the (laughs) 2.99 it's true support brian wolf he maybe gets the money Okay, I think I had really low expectations going in, and I was so delighted. (laughs) I love this show. I think it's fantastic. I rode the emotional roller coaster that was Sexy (laughs) Hubby. The ending, are you kidding me? The ending was shocking. We'll tell you later what happens. Yeah, the the ending was shocking, I'm not going to lie. My heart my like feelings as I was going through it a little bit too like okay. what I predicted was yeah. happening I've been reading a lot of uh, mystery books recently randomly I don't know why so did you I see this like, coming I, I I not the last last little twist but mm. the rest of it yes oh, okay I did not yes. I was like oh, oh it's a it's a classic tale of husband cheating on wife I guess we could give a little bit more context We'll 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 dive into it immediately. So, Crywolf begins with a viewer discretion is advised (laughs) statement. These are the classified files of Brian Wolf. They are not suitable for a younger audience. We are heading into an infidelity investigation, and sometimes a client goes off the deep end. 
Did that I not do. prepare you? It prepared it me did. for some drama. I also feel like we really need to talk about the fact that this says right on the... I thought this was like, you know, at least going to be like, we're pretending this is a real show. But there is like a full-on title screen that's like, these are reenactments from Brian's case file. And I was like, oh, they're fully just like, yeah, this is like a reenactment. We we have actors doing this. Yeah, I read in an interview that essentially Brian had given over like all of his case files to this production company and they went through and they picked their favorites and then they reenacted them. So yes, it, but I believe he said that he reacts in real time. Mm-hmm. So he's not scripted, but the actors and what they're doing are scripted. Yes. So, but he's just on the fly saying what he wants to say, which I have some questions about a few of the things <laughs> that he said, but it's crazy. Yeah. He lets us know that he does up to 150 cases in one year. It can be missing persons, personal injury, but infidelity cases are the worst ones to get because you feel their pain. And I really feel like missing persons and personal injury probably has uh, more pain than an infidelity case. I also like just kind of browsing through some of the titles of other episodes. I'm like, Mm. it seems like he mainly does infidelity. Like all of them are like sexy neighbor, like hot for teacher, you know, like that kind of stuff. So I'm like, these (laughs) are all like sexy infidelity cases. (laughs) Well, this is case number 2,144, which if that's accurate, that's wild. And our client is Brittany, and she is claiming that her husband is cheating. Cheating Todd. Cheating Todd. They've been married for nine years. Almost 10. Almost 10. And I think my favorite part was when Brian asked her, why do you think he's cheating? Because when he said that to me, I thought that she was going to answer like, oh, I work too much. I am annoying. I did this. But like he meant like, no, what are the signs that you think that Todd is cheating? Oh, yeah, that's what I thought. I interpreted the question correctly. I did not. (laughs) I was ready. I was like, this is gonna be amazing. I don't know how I would answer that. Hopefully, you never have to. I hope not. But yeah, so for the past three or four months, Todd has barely been speaking to her. And okay, this is a weird little... Oh, yeah, it's to go ahead. Oh, I just feel like we're going to say the identical thing. Our laptop, right? Oh, no, I was not oh. going there yet. That I'm going to after. Okay. But okay, do you know what an ITM is? No. Okay, or like a confessional, right? Like Okay, so- yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, Megan and I watch a lot of reality TV. Um, They call this on The Bachelor an ITM. It's like an in the moment. But it's essentially when you have the person on the show, they're just standing in front of the camera, talking to the camera like Mm one-to-one. And this show weirdly uses those. But it looked like... So Brittany's like filming herself talking and there's like weird VHS tape lines over top of the tape. Mm -hmm. What was going on with that? Yeah. So she does like a little video confessional and yeah, it unnecessarily, they tried to make it look old. I think it came out in 2016. So, you know, video wasn't, we we weren't (laughs) watching VHSs then. Um, So this was a production choice. 
Yeah, it was <laughs> odd. But yes, our our laptop. Yeah, so sorry. When Brittany is describing like what Todd does when he gets home, she says that he goes on to our laptop and they talk about how you know, when she walks into the room, like he quickly closes our laptop and he deletes his history. And I was like, who shares a laptop? Our laptop just really sounded weird to me. That's exactly what I thought yeah. too. And Colin's like, well, it was, and I'm like, 2014 when this filmed, no one in 2014 is sharing a laptop. That's crazy. Yeah. No one shares a phone or a laptop. You all have your own stuff. Yeah. Also, she's like, yeah, he hides everything. And, like, I don't know, like, maybe he was just really into porn was a theory that I had. Okay. Because, like, you know, or I don't know, like, to be honest, I kind of sit on the couch all the time, like, on my laptop, too. Mm -hmm. I'm not cheating, just to be clear. I just, like, fuck around on Reddit and, like, weird, read weird tweets. Yeah, but, like, in one breath, she says he spends all of his time on his laptop and doesn't talk to me. And then immediately explains, like, as soon as I come into the room, he closes his laptop and hides what he's doing. Then I'm like, then he must be spending time with you if he closes his laptop. Yeah, he's like, hey, why don't we hang out? Yeah. So he's not being romantic. He's being suspicious. I think when she goes to look at their uh, web history, it's been erased. So these are all red flags. And Brittany wants to show Brian a text from him. And she hands Brian the phone. And then after a second, she says, oh, just read the last text. And I was like, I don't know why you needed to clarify that. But essentially, it's like kind of a sexy text. I didn't write it down. Did you? Oh, of course I did. Okay, hit me with it. The text says, hey, baby, got you on my mind. Want to have some fun with me? Question mark. He's like sitting at home with Scrabble waiting for her to get home. <laughs> yeah, he, he, but the text before that I did also read and it yeah. seemed to be mm-hmm. talking about bagels. Yeah, yeah, it seemed just like grocery shopping, very basic stuff. Todd tries to spice things up, and she completely ignores him, doesn't send anything back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. she, Which is pretty harsh. Like, I feel like even if you do think that they're cheating on you, wouldn't you be like, what? Yeah. I, I mean, I would probably just be like, yeah, come home right now, baby. <laughs> <laughs> just like imagining either of our partners texting that is a lot for me <laughs> i i mean there's just no need <laughs> we we're, just we're all trapped we in the same house yeah. together <laughs> we don't leave the house yeah we don't leave the house although i have called or text connor instead of just like going and finding him in the house oh yeah i mean our place is much smaller than yours and i like frequently will send m- mostly like links to stuff like mm-hmm. i'll be like oh watch this funny video and stuff like that yeah That's fine. Now, after Brian reads this text, he thinks it's perfectly normal. He's like, no, this is a lovely message from husband to wife. Like, this is fine. And Brittany clarifies, like, no, he would never send me something like this. It's definitely meant for someone else. He sent it to the wrong person. J'accuse. Yeah, very big logic jump from Brittany here. Yeah. So then uh, Brian says, you know, we have a software that we can install onto your joint computer or your joint laptop that you can, we can monitor your computer from afar. 
And he kept yeah. saying, like, I can install that software without naming the software. <laughs> so apparently they cut away, but he has successfully installed it. And on his drive back to the office, um, he calls McCarthy, yes. who is his, like, right-hand woman. Uh, she's on the case. She's young. She's tech-savvy. And she's going to be monitoring this computer to see what Todd is up to. Yes, and before they put that software on as well, they do open the computer to find oh, yeah. that Todd had been looking at some sexy lingerie, including something called the crotchless surprise. I mean, that would be surprising. <laughs> <laughs> I like Brian's very accusatory towards Brittany, too. He's like, are you sure that's not for you? Which would make me feel very uncomfortable <laughs> you seem like you would definitely wear this Brittany <laughs> yeah, like, she's like we never have sex he can't even look at me and Brian's like are you sure he's not buying you crotchless panties I don't know oh my god yeah and then it's like she's like he always deletes his computer history I never know what he's up to opens it up front page <laughs> lingerie <panties>. yeah <laughs> Oh, my God. It's pretty funny. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we, we move to day two of the investigation. Mm -hmm. This all moves very quickly, actually. I believe this is only a two-day investigation from what I've gathered. Brian is on it. Yeah, truly. So, yeah, we're, we actually meet McCarthy in the flesh. And I, this... I don't know why. That phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> this whole introduction felt like a Nathan for you parody. Oh, it was like, a lot. <laughs> yeah, Colin was like, what, like, this could have been Teen Street. Like, it was wild. But so we meet McCarthy. Her name's actually Janine, but apparently Brian can't say the name. He Janine. can't pronounce it. So he's like, you are McCarthy. Yeah, she's the assistant investigator, is her job title. Mm hmm. But uh, she seems nice. She seems like a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to work with Brian, I feel like you have to be a little bit extra. Yeah. So she's working away on the computer because she is the tech savvy millennial. She gets the technology. Brian is the field agent. He doesn't understand that stuff. That, that's all for her. And so something is a little wonky. When she is <laughs> yeah. investigating online, she's like, whoa, you know. And, yeah, so and she she tells Brian that. Yeah. So she says that to Brian and Brian's like, where did you get wonky from? And McCarthy says, your mom. Yeah. Sick burn. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so what I guess was wonky is that Todd is on floral websites and travel websites to Cabo. So, you know, great catch. She's monitoring the laptop, which apparently is mirroring their own laptop, and she can see what Todd is up to. And McCarthy is really good at the internet, and, you know, Brian's a field guy. I made a comment being like, I would be an A-plus employee, which is very cocky of me. <laughs> Why do you feel that way? Do you just think you and you and Brian would have really good banter back and forth, maybe? I just, I guess I assume that her level of internet usage, I could handle. <laughs> I was like, oh, I could for sure do that and felt compelled to write, I would be an A-plus employee. I was like, I could be that millennial chick who's saying that these floral websites are a wonky. 
Yeah, they're going to Cabo, which, okay, the only thing that I can think about, and I, I don't believe this is a show that you were a fan of, but Cabo is very famous in Laguna Beach, the old MTV reality show, because what happens in Cabo stays in Cabo. Oh. So, you know, there's going to be some shit going down. One, that sounds very spicy. Two, I'm not not a fan because I've never seen it. So, I mean, I probably won't watch it, but I've never seen an episode. So, who's to say? Cabo does know. sound spicy, though. The perfect place Cabo. for some crotchless panties. <laughs> I'd go to Cabo. I don't really need the crotchless panties. I think, um, like, I'm fine. But Cabo sounds great. Yeah. Maybe, maybe pan- pa- post-pandemic, that's where we should go. I mean, I'd be down. It sounds like a great place to reunite a burning passion in a in a marriage. At least Todd thinks so. But whoa, Todd is talking to Francesca on Facebook. And he asks her about Cabo and Francesca says, Cabo equals awesome. <laughs> Cabo <laughs> equals awesome. Can't argue with Francesca. Now, they want to make sure that Brittany isn't suspecting anything. So, you know, in their conversation, instead of fully writing out Brittany, they call her B. And McCarthy is like, I bet B means Brittany. And I was like, you're on it. Wow. <laughs> this is why you're the assistant investigator, McCarthy. Yeah. And this whole conversation, Brian is holding a football and he looks pretty cool. Yeah. He does look pretty cool. He's mm-hmm. ready to go. I will say, so at this point in time, I immediately went, I know exactly what's going on here. (laughs) Oh, okay. I wrote, Todd is hooking up with Francesca. I I went, okay, clearly Todd and Francesca are planning a trip for Brittany. Okay. I, I was like, this has to be the answer. This is so stupid otherwise. I guess part of me thought, like, if this was, like, a true crime show... I think I'd think of a lot of different options and be like, okay, this is probably what it is. I just assumed that the show would be very straightforward. Oh, it's twists and turns. Mm -hmm. There's got to be four seasons of Cry Wolf. They had to make it complicated, you know? Yeah. And so we find out that Francesca is Brittany's best friend. And also Brian is a very considerate person. You know, he tells us a little bit about how You know, he talks on the phone with people for a long time and he listens to their feelings and he worries about them. And that's why infidelity cases are his least favorite because he hates watching people go through that. Yes. I will say then he proceeds to call Brittany (laughs) and tell her all of this stuff that's going on. I mean, she that he was hired to do that. But I mean, he's like, I don't have any concrete evidence yet. It's like, well, then why did you call her? Like, get some concrete evidence, Brian. Yeah. Brittany is probably given too much information up front. Um, But, you know, they're throwing some jargon out there. Yes. McCarthy is going to do some skip tracing. Some skip tracing, of course. Mm -hmm. So I did not know what skip tracing (laughs) was. Did you? Okay, so I Googled it. Perfect. And skip tracing is a service that involves collecting as much information as possible about people who are missing and then analyzing and verifying that information in order to locate them. Individuals who perform the service are often called skip tracers. So I do feel like they didn't quite use it correctly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, 
But, you know, I learned something new. Yeah, I mean, like, no one's missing. I guess they're trying to find Francesca mm-hmm. and Todd. They used it just to say, like, they're going to look more into the situation, which I think it's a little bit more specific, but it sounded cool, and I Googled it, and now I know something. <laughs> Educational so, podcast, people. Actually, I do think if I stopped using Google and just started asking, like, our friend group all the questions I have, <laughs> uh, you know, we'd have a lot more, to, like, there'd be a lot to talk about. That would, I have a lot of weird thoughts throughout the day. That would be a lot of good podcast material yeah like imagine if you stopped googling things and asked people you knew instead because a lot of the time when people ask me questions if they ever do i'm like why didn't you google that true this is mainly customers but and then yeah upon recently thinking about it i was like it might be more entertaining if you just started (laughs) asking people you might get some cool answers too yeah you might get some real misleading information but it'd be all it'd be all fun (laughs) So so they they figure out basically that Todd is apparently trying to book some couples massages. Him and Francesca are talking about booking these at the Lounge Spa, which I did look up on Yelp and it had great reviews. Oh. But it is closed permanently. Permanently. Okay, I was going to say just COVID. No, sadly, but so we need to go out with uh, with our friend Brian, we need to go out on a code five. And a code five is apparently mobile surveillance. So he pulls into the parking lot of the lounge spa. And he kind of goes through his, his whole process here for how he's going to watch the spa. So he's like, I can't turn my head too much because I might miss it. Which I'm like, Brian, I think your peripheral vision, you probably would be able to see if Todd walked in. But whatever. Like, I don't think Todd's going to be, like, sprinting to get in there. And then he explains to us something that I was not necessarily asking myself. (laughs) But he really needs to get this info out there. That sometimes you have to be out on Code 5 for surveillance for so long that you have to go to the bathroom. And he's like, I can't just go to the Starbucks across the street here because then I could miss something. So sometimes you just have to pee in a cup. After a very short amount of time. Yeah. He seemed very willing to pee in a cup, and this is just everyday practice. And I think there are many options um, that would allow you to leave your, your station for a few minutes if, if needed. Um, I just felt like, you know, did we need to know this? I don't know. All I could think was, one, the cameraman beside him must have or camera person beside him must have been like absolutely do not i do not need you to pee in a cup right now or was he like "Mm, some free (laughs) some free urine for me to sip on no brian's too old has to be five years or younger unfortunately (laughs) that's true does everyone feel that way it might have just been our friend at the gas station because any follow-up urine posts you and i have seen i've pretty much sent to you there's a lot and a lot of people believe in drinking their own urine or other people's urine. So I just think some people believe that child urine is the highest quality, but others have um, benefits. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly not <laughs> nutrition. <laughs> I also am like, how horrible if you were like in Brian's car and there's just like, you know, a cup sitting there. 
And you'd just be thinking to yourself forever after this, like, is that pee in that cup? Like, what's going on there? You could probably tell. What if it's like a Starbucks cup? Like a white Starbucks cup with a white lid, like a coffee cup. You'd never Hmm. know. I mean, I feel like, I guess I don't know what his urine smells like. (laughs) But it might not smell like coffee. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm not suggesting you smell the cup in his car. Not after he made that statement. but (laughs) It'd be a lot as a camera person, I think, to um, process the situation and continue on. But... You know, I guess maybe in this situation, we're not seeing all the benefits of of being able to urinate in a cup in your car. But I'm sure that there are many others where there's not uh, coffee shops nearby and he has to be discreet and he can't leave his car. And now we've all learned a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, listen, you got to do what you got to do. So Todd pulls up to the lounge spa and he is inside for 19 minutes. Yes. That's an incredibly long time. Yeah, it's a long time to, like, book a massage for a later date or get more information. Yeah, that's almost the length of this whole episode of Cry Wolf that we watched. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I would be more concerned that Todd was cheating with someone at the spa. (laughs) Like, why else would you be in there for 19 minutes? That's true. That's true. Maybe there was a line. Maybe they were busy. Maybe. We're not sure. But we do know that he comes back outside, hops in his car, and at that point, Brian needs to make a decision. Am I going to tail this guy? What am I going to do? Yes. Oh, I did also want to mention that we see the wolf cam for the first time during this whole surveillance. So Brian (laughs) pulls out. So Brian has a full camera crew with him. He has, you know, camera person in his car filming him. There's clearly a camera person outside somewhere filming as well. And then Brian pulls out another camera, like a little handheld video camera. And we get a little Chiron underneath that says Wolf Cam. And he films Todd going into the massage place as well. Yeah, I thought it was great. (laughs) I liked that we were able to differentiate what is the Wolf Cam versus what is not. Your other cams are irrelevant. Yeah, he needs all of this footage. He can only use Mm -hmm. the wolf cam footage is what I have gathered. Yeah. So, excellent name. (laughs) Excellent. Yeah. And and then... I think... Oh, go ahead. I think wolves have good vision, do they? I think so. Yeah. um, Actually, well, dogs have pretty bad vision. Yeah, they have better senses of smell. Yeah. So maybe it's not a good name. Not Googling it. <laughs> Tell me if wolves have good have good vision. We'll be better friends. They'll open up a great conversation. I'm going to assume about wolves. they have bad vision based on dogs having bad vision. My dog has terrible vision. She, like, constantly bumps into stuff and, like, oh. doesn't know where to go or what to do. How can you tell if pets need, like, glasses? <laughs> question mark i think you can just tell if they're going blind which i don't think she is i think she just like can't see very well can you get glasses for your dog you can get doggles if you're gonna like they're like i love that word mashup yeah like dog goggles you can put them on your dog if you're gonna be outside for a long time so that the uv doesn't bother them and like if you're gonna take them on like (laughs) i was gonna say a sea-do for some reason (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know. Maybe <laughs> maybe you can take your dog on a sea do. I've never done that, but <laughs> probably be kind of fun. okay. Yeah, they like singing in their head out windows. Yeah. You know, <laughs> catch some wind. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i'm like crying imagining a dog riding a sea do now <laughs> i have seen people in motorcycles that have like a side buggy yes i've seen a dog in the side buggy wearing like a hat and goggles yes very cute so i'm going to assume that dogs have bad vision you can get glasses for pets <laughs> because why not sure you can get everything else for pets yeah yeah so McCarthy has been monitoring the computer and realizes that as soon as he leaves uh, the lounge spa that he has made dinner plans with Francesca at Flick's Cafe at 8 p.m. And he has told Brittany that he has to work late. Yes. Very suspicious. McCarthy pulls a rookie move and immediately tells Brittany the time and the place that... Todd and Francesca have dinner planned. So, of course, she's rushing over. McCarthy's frazzled. She calls Brian and is like, she's on her way to the restaurant. You got to get there first. Yes. And Brian, he's like, don't worry. I'm a man with a plan. So, he, of course, calls Brittany, leaves her message, and is like, don't go to the restaurant. Um, Which we see later she disregards. But he also calls John Baker, who's his Mm -hmm. backup PI, I guess. He describes him as a a really big guy who has, like, a bobblehead. Six foot four, 280 pounds. John Baker is bringing his pin camera. He's going to sit at the restaurant and, I guess, try to film uh, Todd and Francesca. Yeah, which I don't really think that John had a bobblehead. I don't know why that was the way that he was described. His head looked pretty He did seem proportionate. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. It was an odd choice of words, but whatever. That's that's Brian for you. Mm-hmm. So Brian shows up at Flick's Cafe, and Brittany's already there. They go in and they sit down, like, kind of at the bar, I guess. Mm-hmm. And they don't order yeah, anything, the- which bothered. Yeah. She's too upset to order, so now they're just taking up seats. Yeah, I'd be like, no, you can't just sit here and spy on these people. You have to order something here with all your camera crew and shit. Yeah, very incognito. Yeah, very low-key. Mm-hmm. So... But we get a sweet gadget moment. We do. Yeah. So, you know, Brian keeps telling her, just look at me, you're going to blow our cover. I really don't like clients to be here. Hint, hint. It would be much better if you were not here and I was here alone. Hint, hint. And... He's like, look at these cool glasses. And he like flicks down these glasses and it's like, I can record. Look at me, like hide yourself. They're going to spot you. And she should have left. Yeah, 100%. But, you know, the episode's only 21 minutes long. Mm -hmm. So they kind of had to keep her there. Mm -hmm. We would not have gotten this resolved as quickly as we did otherwise. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the glasses uh, were interesting. But so we see Todd and Francesca come in. They sit down and they order some wine. Which is the most romantic thing you can do at a restaurant. Is it? I think that's what they're leading us to believe because Brittany's like, <gasps> why? An absolute conniption that they yeah, ordered wine. Yeah, she's losing it. Yeah. And then she really loses it because apparently they cheers. 
Yeah, she lost her shit. Yeah, which also, like, I was really hoping she was going to throw a drink at someone. That's where I was like, oh, my God, is that where this is going? She should have ordered a drink. I know, and that would have been amazing. Mm -hmm. But she just kind of freaks out, which, like, yeah, I I don't know. Like, a cheers, really? That's what's going to do it to you? If you saw Connor cheersing with me at a restaurant, what would you think? Oh, I think you guys were about to have a lovely dinner and you were toasting something nice. I don't know. (laughs) It would, like, if I was at the restaurant watching, (laughs) that'd be super weird. (laughs) I'd probably call Colin and ask him to go to dinner or something. Yeah. If I saw you and Colin out at dinner cheersing, I'd be like, oh, good for them. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I've gotten dinner and breakfast and brunch and I've probably had every meal with uh colin yeah it's not a big deal i would assume yeah. so yeah there's just no world that it would be an issue yeah but we're not spicy like uh britney and todd and francesca yes so britney kind of walks up to the table and she just starts like screaming she's like todd and then are you fucking kidding me <laughs> she's like are you fucking kidding me she's like i can't believe you two blah 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 she goes to storm out of the restaurant. Yeah, I wrote in all caps, Brittany hates toasting. Fuck you, Todd. <laughs> it's brutal. So they all go outside. And Francesca is like the only one who, you know, obviously this is all staged. But Francesca is the one reacting like the most naturally, I would say. Yeah. She first mm-hmm. of all is like, what's up with this camera crew? Yeah. Which mm-hmm. like, I don't know if that was in the script. But if she improved that, like, good on her. But she's like, Brittany, you're going to feel like an idiot, blah, blah, blah. And Brittany's yelling about them, like, sleeping together and all this stuff. And then, of course, the truth comes out. Whew. Todd's been planning a surprise trip to Cabo for Brittany and his 10th anniversary. And... Suddenly, it all makes sense to Brittany. Francesca's like, of course. And she's like, what do you mean? You had lingerie sent to her house. And she's like, yeah, for you. And just every question she had, they're explaining very easily. Um, And all of a sudden, Brittany is like freaking out, saying, I really thought you guys were together. You know, I've been seeing a guy from work for the past few months because I thought you were cheating on me with Francesca. And everyone is just like, whoa, Whoa. what? (laughs) Girl. Also, I think there's a little bit of a plot hole here. Because didn't didn't Brittany Mm -hmm. not know that it was Francesca? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so the way that I explained that was she felt confident he was cheating. And then she didn't know with who. Yeah. So when she just thought, oh, he's cheating on me is when she went. But poor phrasing. Yeah. Also, like, sorry. I mean, I don't think that if someone's cheating on you, the answer is like, well, I'm just going to hook up with someone from work then. Or like clarify and be 100% sure first. Like go get that footage from Brian Wolf that you're paying to go get proof from. Yeah. And then you avoid looking silly like this. Yeah. So Brittany was cheating this whole time. We see this all the time in social strategy shows, you know. When people are on the circle, if they're catfishing as someone else, they're usually the people who are like, everyone's a catfish. Or, 
yeah. you know, on Big Brother and Survivor, the people who are freaking out that, like, someone's trying to screw them. They're usually the ones who are trying to screw someone else over. It's just the way it is. Yeah, so um, Brian Wolf is shook. He's- the camera crew is shook. The audience is shook. And, you know, we get this black screen and we get a little update on the situation. So we learn that Brittany and Todd are going to couples therapy and they are trying to save their marriage. Brittany and Francesca are no longer friends, which is too bad. I really feel like they could have just moved on from this because she wasn't cheating I feel like with her husband. I feel like would be pretty mad, though. Like, imagine... If I thought that Colin was cheating on me with you, you'd be like, "What the hell?" Like, <laughs> but I wouldn't. But I wouldn't be like, "Oh, screw you! Our friendship is over." I'd be like, "Oh, he sent lingerie to my house. We were at a secret dinner, and we have been lying to you about a surprise." Okay, let me explain to you what we were actually doing. Oh, but then I'm also I guess- I'm also cheating on Colin too. Is the other thing. Yeah, I don't know why that has to affect our friendship. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is if I... But Colin's not allowed to cheat on if you. If I cheat on Colin with a ghost, this is the ideal scenario because yeah, that's because okay with everyone. Yeah, we'll still be friends, although I'll have a lot of questions. And we'll <laughs> want to at least... not Google. <laughs> I'll ask you and your ghost uh, mistress. Partner. <laughs> Mr. I don't know. I don't know what this ghost is. I don't know what. Gen- I, don't I don't know think what you get to choose. I'd be attracted to. I'd have to meet them first. A sexy slender man ghost. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what I picture all ghosts to look like, just like snooping around and being all like tall and slithery. But I am not someone who <laughs> a snake. <laughs> but I'm not someone who is into ghosts, so I can't relate to you. <laughs> Just to be clear, I'm not into ghosts. This is super into ghosts. <laughs> actively trying to pursue an affair with a ghost because it is fine with everyone. I'm just saying, if I were to pursue an affair, that would have be the best case scenario for for you, I guess. Yes. <laughs> Or I think for apparently my opinion matters in this. So for me and Colin, I feel like this is more of a best case scenario for us. Yeah, true. And it can, I assume it can only be an emotional affair with the ghost. No, he said no emotions are allowed. That was Colin's rule. He said it can be just a, it just has to be a sexy ghost, but I can't like their personality. Are they just going to (laughs) like, I don't know, dance for you? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> shake a lamp a little bit oh, ooh, ooh. am i here or am i not <laughs> um yeah so Britt and francesca they're no longer friends and cabo is also on indefinite hold that was the other thing at this point i guess todd actually wants his marriage to work at this point take francesca and yeah, go to cabo yeah just or just go to cabo alone Oh, yeah, yeah. Go to Cabo yeah, alone. fuck you. Like, that's... Order a bunch of drinks. Bring bring a good friend. Yeah, that's... Honestly, this is all worst-case scenario for Brittany because she's apparently trying to work out her marriage, so her, you know, her affair with her co-worker has to end now, and she doesn't get to go to <laughs> Poor Cabo. <Brittany. laughs> no, no, this is the worst for Todd. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad for Todd. He, does- he doesn't get to go to Cabo. He doesn't get to get a couple's massage. He can't wear his crotchless panties. <laughs> I guess he, he could. could. 
I did he have could. that I feel thought, like... too. When she found that on his computer, I was like, maybe he just bought them for himself. I just feel like it would just be the same as not wearing underwear for me. <laughs> Colin literally said the exact same thing. <laughs> oh. He's like, I don't really understand crotchless panties. And I was like, listen, we got to get this episode watched. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Investigate later. <laughs> I refuse to Google, but I'll ask the group chat. Yeah, yeah, ask the group chat. Although I really don't, I feel like I don't want to know if people have the answer to this question. I think that's the one that that stays out of the group chat. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, this is a lose-lose for lose. Everyone involved is at a loss, but I guess Brian uh, has solved the investigation, and I'm assuming he got paid. We hope so. And... Everyone's able to, like, move on with their lives. Like, he seemed um, like the only outcome of an infidelity case could be sad and negative, And that's why they were his least favorite. But I was like, at least people are, you know, they're finding shit out. They're moving on with their lives. They're or going to couples counseling and they're able to figure it out. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if there's any coming back from this. Like, I'd be pretty mad if I were Todd. Be like, I was trying to do this nice thing for you. Yeah, yeah. If I was Todd, I'd be pretty mad, too. And he sent her that sexy text, and she ignored it, which Todd was like, that yeah, was so and he's embarrassing like, oh, I'm for so me. Embarrassing. Oh, Todd. I feel bad for Todd, even though this is all fake. Well, no, it's based on real events. So there's sure. a person who was in Todd's position that we don't know what happened with them. I would love an update. Yeah. Further than the fact that they're just going to, to marriage counseling I- is Cabo still indefinite at least it would be now yeah maybe they could send that trip our way oh that'd be lovely <laughs> i would love to go to cabo so i do have some imdb on uh, some of our actors very nice yes so jason adler played todd in this mm-hmm. he wasn't on too too much stuff um he's been in a couple like tv movies and short films so Nothing too, too exciting. Brittany was played by Kristen Hagen. And we've had crossover with a show that she was on before, which is, of course, Sex Sent Me to the ER, (laughs) which I believe a bunch of, like, random people who have had pretty long IMDb's have been on from other episodes of Nathan. I was not aware of this. (laughs) I was like, how is this a crossover? I've never seen this show. Yeah. I definitely remember at least a couple other people uh, also being featured on Sex Sent Me to the ER. Because obviously they have to also recreate the stories that get sent in. Yeah, so it seems like Kristen is a pretty prolific recreation actress. I mean, find your niche, girl. Yeah, good for her. Um, She's also in the movie Material Girls with Hilary Duff and Haley Duff, if you remember that, that film from 2006. I love Hilary Duff. Me too. And um, our friend who played Francesca is named Allison Cara, and she's still working today. She's been in a ton of different random shows and shorts, so she's she's crushing it. Francesca got out of that friendship, was not stealing her best friend's man, and seems to have an interesting career. Yeah, she seems to be killing it. Yeah. Now, something I thought was interesting, because we are we're kind of told that it's a recreation. Yes. And 
Then during filming, when they are sitting outside the Starbucks and he pans his camera across, they blur the face of the security man yes. in front of the spa. And I'm like, that guy must have been an actor too, though, right? It's kind of weird. Maybe not. Because I feel like they blurred it to try to make it seem like it was actually happening. But they also told us that it was a recreation. Yeah, good point. Yeah, they must have just done it to be like, oh, look how real this is. I was kind of reading some stuff on the series. And a lot of people complained that essentially, like, they tried to present it as this is really happening when it was very clearly a recreation and people did not like that because it feels disingenuine yeah i feel like brian could have just been like this is what i was thinking it was wild and just kind of like said it from that perspective i'm not sure like maybe do commentary over the recreation i'm not sure how to mitigate that yeah but then there were some other people like who i was reading liked the show because they thought it was like more fun and like silly than some of the other like true crime things on investigation discovery so oh i mean i i liked it i thought that you know six years ago it plays a little bit better oh i'm still thinking of it what year did this one come out i think this 2014 okay so seven years ago yeah yeah i feel like seven years ago this show slaps like it doesn't seem as fake the camera work which was not bad um just lines up a little bit better with shows then. Yeah. I feel like it's as dramatic as like early catfish episodes, which I love. Oh, yes. Like, I just feel like it. it's good and it's like dramatic enough. And there was that crazy twist ending. The twist ending was pretty funny. Um, I was, I'm reading this interview with Brian as well. And mm-hmm. he talks about dumpster diving a bunch oh yeah (laughs) which does make me feel like perhaps we need to watch some other episodes he said that there was a case called the episode's called organ trail and i'm like maybe we need to watch that one he says it's one of the we should probably play the organ trail as well yes play the organ trail and watch organ trail (laughs) yeah 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 he said that in that interview like quite a few times that dumpster diving gives him a lot of information that people don't shred their paperwork. And he was saying like, I can go in, I can see what you had last night, what you had the night before for dinner, your financial status, like what are you spending money on? And, you know, for me, essentially all of my bills are online. Yeah. But, you know, seven years ago, everything was paper. Yeah. So... I mean, no one would have wanted to go through the trash when we were living with each other in university seven years ago. I mean, we also weren't being investigated for infidelity. Yeah, they would have just been like, wow, these people eat a lot of shawarma. I mean, <laughs> they would they would probably still find that about me. <laughs> They'd be like, <laughs> I like what I like. And I like <laughs> poke and shawarma and magic noodle. <laughs> Which is a restaurant, and if you live in Ontario, well, yeah, if you live in Ontario, ooh, Google. Yeah, get some magic noodle, especially if you're hungover. So good. Yeah. It'll solve, it'll solve all your problems. Mm-hmm, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think that's kind of Cry Wolf. What a, yeah, what a ride. I, it's a lot better than I thought it was going to be, and it was pretty funny to watch. It was and I watched funny. it alone, and I was, like, kind of chuckling to myself. 
And I was like, this is fun. Colin and I watched it together and he was laughing pretty hard at like a lot of things going on, especially the pee thing. Oh, yeah. It was just it was just the right level of goofy. And I would be interested in watching more if we were to podcast about it. (laughs) You're not going to watch it just for fun. But if we pod about it. Well, I haven't bought the other episodes. Yes, that is a thing. Yeah, if we were to do it, I'd be like, okay. And I'd buy the other episodes. Yeah. Actually, it was pretty easy to buy something on YouTube. The hard part was figuring out that I had a YouTube account and like signing in. That took me as long as the episode took, quite frankly. It kept trying to log me into like my university account, which like I didn't even know still existed. I was like, how did we get here? Maybe I'm not an A plus in technology. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Sometimes like we like do a lot of the stuff on our TV and I absolutely hate trying to log on to things on the Mm. TV. It's like Mm -hmm. the keyboard's in the wrong place and I can't remember what my password is because everything's just saved on the computer. Like Mm -hmm. very annoying. Mm -hmm. But that's I think that's kind of the episode. We're going to be ranking every segment in season two coming up next week. Yes, I'm very excited. If you have any questions or thoughts on the episode, feel free to shoot it in. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear what you like, what you don't like. Are you going to go watch Crywolf? Yeah. Will you check it out after we just explain the first episode to you? Yeah, we broke it down in detail, but you need to see it in person. Yes. Oh, Brian Wolf does also have merch on his website that you can purchase, which is pretty fun. So maybe you need like a Wolf Investigations coffee mug or something. I don't know. Yeah, I do wear a lot of like band shirts and sweatpants at the moment. Could add a Wolf Investigator shirt. We need our own merch. I just don't know what we would put on it. Hmm. If anyone has suggestions for that, shoot them our way. (laughs) It would just be for you and I. Yeah. (laughs) If you have suggestions for things that Megan and I can make for ourselves, let us know. Can we get merch that says Wizard of Tangents? We definitely could. That'd be fun. I like that. Okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, if you would like to and you have an iPhone, we would love if you would leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Yes, please leave us a review. It would mean the world to us. Yes. Otherwise, we will send Brian Wolf out to private investigate you. Are you cheating on your spouse with a ghost? (laughs) We'll fucking catch you. (laughs) Let us know. (laughs) Do they consider it cheating? (laughs) Because if not, we respect your your decisions as a couple and we'll leave you alone. But if you didn't agree... (laughs) How does our audience feel about a meetup in Cabo? We'd love to hear about it. Tell us that and more on Apple Podcast. <laughs> yes, and follow us on Instagram. We're at Nathan for us Pod. Same on Twitter. Follow Megan at Megan Bianco. And follow me at Kelly W. This has been Kelly and Megan on your side. <laughs>